listening to A to the K. 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 Talk Podcast. Check it out. Change your life. You'll be thanking me later. We're back again with another week of A to the K. I am the legend killer, Anthony. And you all know the Viper. It's Carl. I'm still pointing the wrong way for fuck's sake. The Viper. It's Carl. Yeah, I'm still impressed that you even try it. I've got no chance. It's, but anyway, it's, it's like being on stage. You, you go to the, op, you know, it, stage right. Stage right. Fuck's sake. Speaking of stage, promo time. <laughs> oh, don't you dare be sour. My name is Carl and I'm a bona fide G. And Anthony here, 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 wherever he is, is a oh, certified yeah. stud. Now, clap. For your New Jersey and Washington, Virginia yeah. famous podcast champs and feel the power. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, honestly, before we even kick off, you know, big thank you to to the, the two areas that we seem to be quite popular in in America, being New Jersey and, sorry, what did you say the other one was called? Washington, Atlanta? Washington, Virginia. Virginia. Washington, wow. Virginia. Sorry, guys. Bad geography on my part. Washington, Virginia. Thank you very much. Virginia. Thank you very much, New Jersey. Some of our favourite wrestlers have come from there. Exactly. So, you know, Anthony is actually a New Jersey Devils fan. That so is true. That is true. Going in your favour. Got the um, New Jersey Devils. I mean, yeah, things got a little bit ropey in, what, 2007 when the strike happened. Yeah. Uh, I missed a lot of hockey then. But even yeah. so, <laughs> you're not going to mention your hockey team, are you, Carl? I mentioned that. What's that all about? Um, <laughs> I am a Maple Leafs guy. A Maple Leafs guy. But we were see, good you... once. It's kind of like my Premier League football team of Everton. We were good once. And, you know, I, I like to, to back the underdog. You know what I mean? I think you just like the colour blue. <laughs> there is that as well. That is a very big, <laughs> very big part of it. You know? Yeah. And uh, we obviously, we're, we're, we're from the UK, so we have the luxury of just picking whatever one we like the look of. You yeah. know, there's no, there's I mean, no regional works, sort of loyalty there or anything like that. You know, but uh, there is now because we love yous. We do, we do. So what do we have in store for you tonight? I hear you ask. We have a shit ton of wrestling talk. <laughs> We're going to discuss the big four as usual. We're going to discuss all the news and rumors of the week, and then we're going to discuss the absolute worst gimmick matches that wrestling has ever brought us. And that's right, they're not all going to be Bruce Pritchard's, but <laughs> some of them are going to be Bruce Pritchard's. Most of them, probably. Most of them yeah. are going to be. <laughs> well, Pritchard and Russo. Pritchard and Russo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Russo is a bit out yeah, there sometimes too, to be fair. But we like Russo because he's on our Twitter. So we like Russo. He's a good guy. We do like Russo. I like and Russo. We're not it's sellouts. Lost. We're not sellouts. But um, Pritchard, if you follow us, we'll probably like you as well. Just saying. True. Are you even on social media, Pritchard? You can also buy A to the K whiskey. Oh, Jeffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day. One day. Oh, Conor McGregor's got one. The Rock's got Triamana uh, together. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. What would you call the A to the K whiskey? Um, hmm. A to the K. Ah, ah. Probably. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. A to the K. Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll work on that branding. You know. And speaking of branding, uh, Carl on our Instagram has put up some absolutely stellar ideas for merch, guys. You should really check it out. It's, it's awesome. Um, I mean, what more could you ask for than you know, slight rip-offs of, of uh, T-shirts from WWE? Exactly, That's not right? true. That's not true. Don't sue us. It was completely original. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting, you know, because obviously we, we've paid homage to um, some of the, the shirts and, and, and stuff from uh, WWE and AEW. And if we were to actually try and sell these, I think it'd be WWE who come for us, you know. And I think AEW would yeah. just laugh. AEW wouldn't come for us. That's right. AEW are good people. 
<laughs> uh, sorry, I, I, again, I don't, I don't favour one show over the other. I just don't like Vince McMahon. <laughs> Doesn't pull any punches, this guy. I'm sorry, but uh, we'll discuss it in the news this week. But he is a scumbag, isn't he? Really? Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, really, Carl? Really? No, no well, Fine. I don't. I mean, if you saw, if you saw, he's, he's, a, he's an interesting guy. Let's put it that way. If, if you saw how he reacted after uh, Dominic's. First pay-per-view match, and, uh, and he's giving him a little cuddle. He's telling him that people have been doing this for years, and they've never got that reaction. You know, he's a lovely old man, and then you see what a scumbag he is. But he's, a, yeah, he's he's an interesting. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Like he has his moment. Like it, it does baffle me, right? Because I don't know enough about the Undertaker on a personal level. I'll be honest; he, he hasn't invited me for tea at any point yet, right? But the Undertaker seems like a like a real sort of loyal guy, a real upstanding guy. Seems like a nice guy, right? And um, he is nothing but love for Vince. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, that sort of thing makes me go, is there, some, and is there another side to him? You look at everything he's doing when he's sacking, he's making record profits and sacking people at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a billionaire. So I don't care whether you're like, oh, it's about the companies. But, you know, no, he's a billionaire. It didn't matter. He didn't need to do that. Could have looked after people. But, you know, apparently he does command that loyalty from certain people. So I don't know. I don't know. Is there another side to Vince? Maybe, Vince, you should hire us to work for WWE and we can find out. It would make a great expose on the WWE Network for 9.99. 9.99. So we'll, uh, we'll crack on with the ringside report, guys, because um, you don't want to hear drunken ramblings from... Well, you probably do. But I don't know. Maybe. We'll test that water at some point. We will test that water at some point. We will test that. Right. So the ringside report, Carl. Coming up, we have AJ Styles. Is he looking to retire? Hmm. We have a, an appeals court dismissed, so gone in WWE's favour regarding the uh, issues they've had with concussions and lawsuits they've had over the years. We'll discuss that a little bit more soon. We've had uh, WWE are now negotiating group third-party deals with superstars so that they don't look like the absolute scumbags they did last week. We have uh, Rusev discussing the reasons that WWE never booked the Rusev angle uh, match or feud, even though it made a lot of logical sense. We have... WWE talent looking at moving to Impact. We have discussions on Cody Rhodes is now the new host of a talent show on TNT. I think Carl might have snuck that one in there. I don't remember that. <laughs> All the surprises. Marty Giannetti probably killed a guy. <laughs> but but I, I, I'm not even joking this week. He claims he didn't. And it's quite interesting, his claim, which is totally which fucking not true. <laughs> Like it blatantly wasn't. I, we'll talk about it in a minute. We have an update on the AEW video game, which uh, hopefully is going to be decent because some of the stuff they say does work. We have a mystery WWE talent not resigning with WWE. We have, speaking of mysteries, the mystery legs may have been revealed, Carl. Uh, well, the person, not just the legs. We- <laughs> oh, God, no, there's no more of it. <laughs> we have. The continuing efforts of WWE's subtitles with WWE or Raw in your face. <laughs> yeah, that, that's real. <laughs> and we have WWE releasing up to 60 staff in their latest rounds of all that coming up right now. <laughs> so, Carl, have you heard? AJ Styles looking to retire. Is he really? Apparently. So, um, now we've had some recent discussions. Um, and we've had pop-ups on my screen, which delays me a little bit. Uh, basically, AJ on his uh, Twitch stream, I believe, has uh, expressed his desire to retire, which is good. I like it. 
that should be a shirt right there, AJ. I'm just saying. Um, but it's heavily speculated that his WWE contract may be his final one. Um, now, this is interesting for me because he has expressed like interest in sort of potentially wrestling Triple H and stuff like that as well. So he's kind of a bit all over the place at the minute as to what he really wants. And he's he's often said like he's not looking to go elsewhere. He's going to end his career in WWE. At the, you know essentially the top of wrestling really um and he'd even look to be i think he's even expressed his desire would be to be um a scout um for lack of a better i don't know if he used a different terminology but he'd like to go around looking for for, for the right sort of the people who've got the right stuff and bringing them to wwe to be underutilized and screwed over uh thanks Aiden. <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm on one today i do apologize um yeah so what do you make i can't of wait to get onto smackdown <laughs> oh no fucking hell <laughs> Um, started early. Started early. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know to be honest. Um, there's been so many different rumors about AJ. Like, oh, is he gonna go back to TNA and reunite with those guys? Is he going to AEW? Is he just gonna retire now? Like, I, I honestly, don't, I think he's just a massive fucking troll. If I'm perfectly honest, I think he just like, did, like, was this on his um on his Twitch stream? Was on it his Twitch stream? Yeah. Yeah, like um, honestly, I think he just goes. You know what? I'm just gonna say some <laughs> random shit. You know, by, by all accounts, this is a guy who said he was. A, the flat earth at one point so i don't know maybe it's just a bit yeah. of, although to be fair i think it's randy who likes to push that that flat earth thing just to wind them up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um no i take your point um i do think some of it could just be like his current feeling like it's not he's not giving it any serious thought but like because he's mentioned in in, the, in talking about this that he's talking about like you know the, the covid situation and being home more and getting to see his kids and like I think it's it's endearing to go. I could be home more. I could be I could be in this more. Do you know what I mean? And that sort of thing. Uh, and obviously that's it's wonderful, you know. But at the same time, I don't think that's him done with wrestling. I think he just likes the idea of of that that home life. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if yeah. if he tried it, whether he get the itch again. Because I think it's just getting to getting to be immersed in that bubble um, that that he was for that time. Do you know what I mean? So um, maybe he does genuinely feel that right now, but I don't know if he's necessarily done or gonna retire. It'd be very interesting when his contract's due up to see what what happens. And I mean, we've still got another couple of years. I don't think he's long signed, does he? No, I mean he's definitely at the end of his wrestling tenure. You know, unless you're Ric Flair, um, <laughs> you know. So I imagine you know sooner rather than later in the next kind of year or year or two, he might start thinking about what's next for him. But um, you know, he's he's still phenomenal. No pun intended. He is a fantastic yeah. performer, fantastic worker. So it's one of them. You know, though, it like, would be a massive shame if he gives it up. It's it's inter- It's it's. I could be wrong on this, but it's an interesting step as well because he's he's come to WWE and some of the moves he can't do because WWE won't let him. And then some of you think is he not doing them because they were just a bit too much? Like he, he's getting a bit too old for that kind of shit. Not to quote. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's a good yeah. opportunity to to bring your move set down a little bit because there's no. He wasn't. He's not taking the same risks in WWE that he did in TNA. I think that's fair to say. Or New Japan, but I didn't really watch New Japan. Um, so, yeah, interesting. And he, like you say, he's definitely reaching that. And, I mean, he could be like Hulk Hogan and still turning up in his 80s. They don't want none. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah, you don't want none. You're, you're looking scared. <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> but the uh, snappers don't want none. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I personally don't. I, I could see him silent again. I don't think he's done yet. I really no, don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But he reckons he is, guys, and that's the news. That is the news. Um, so the first one on my list, um, a bit of a tongue twister, potentially. But So um, the appeals court has now dismissed um, a lawsuit from some ex-WWE wrestlers around 
brain damage. So obviously CTE, I'm going to try and pronounce this, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Um, oh, yeah. Basically concussions. Um, you know, they, they kind of filed a lawsuit a long time ago. This was like a lot of 80s, 90s wrestlers. So Superfly Snooker, Animal, um, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, Paul Orndorff, um, Orndorff? King Kong Bundy, <laughs> Orndorff. Um, and even even like Mr. Fuji and stuff. So this was a this was a lawsuit that was filed, you know, quite a while ago. And you know, unfortunately, a lot of the guys who were you know made it up. I think it was like sixty or so people who were who were on there. Um, who you know, a, a lot of them have actually passed away um, in in the amount of time it, it's taken for this to kind of come to light and be seen and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, so basically, um, it was actually uh, thrown out this week. Um, so. Obviously, much the dismay of the people who did who uh, did raise that. You know, I think they actually cited Vince as um, being the the kind of um, the defendant in 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 this kind of lawsuit. So, you know, it was very personal. It was very much related. Oh, yeah, to yeah. Them, they felt that they um, weren't informed about the risks of you know concussions and stuff like that. And apparently, WWE should have known about this and should have informed them. And yada 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 you know it's been quite successful in the past we spoke about the the nhl earlier on you know they've had some um similar things where i think there was a settlement for around 19 million dollars and then the nfl obviously which is really high risk for concussions actually had a settlement for one billion dollars and you notice something there cal (laughs) come on that they were willing to settle oh yeah vince yeah no vince Vince don't settle Um, he was like now fuck this we're going to court (laughs) Yeah, but it, I mean, it's an interesting one because obviously, um, I don't think this is. I, I, I do believe there's an additional, um, you know, case from uh, Christopher Nowitzki um, that is still ongoing with WWE, which is a more recent one. Obviously, he cited the likes of the Benoit tragedy and like the effect, you know, of himself. He had to retire from, you know, he was on tough enough and he came through the ranks and uh, Mr. Harvard or whatever his gimmick was at the time, and he ended up getting a really serious concussion. And you know, I'm pretty sure he's still got a lawsuit set up against WWE against this. But I um I honestly think he stands a stronger chance. You know, like I'm yeah. I'm I'm not trying to cause any heat here. Like I'm not saying that WWE should have won this and that should have been thrown out. Um, because I don't know enough about it myself. But all the people in the in the other lawsuits were were wrestlers from what decades ago, Snooker yeah. and Orndorff and the like, and. You know, the the argument there is like, well, you know, WWE couldn't have known either then. You know, everyone is a lot more aware and a lot more educated on that sort of thing now. Um, and it'd be trying to prove that that sort of knowingly element. Like, he put them at risk knowingly, and that's why it stands up. Do you know what I mean? And I don't, I don't, and again, I don't know enough about it. Um, I don't know how informed or educated Vince or the WWE were on that subject at that point. But it's it's been a learning curve for everyone. I mean, like there's been a lot of hard hitting cases for the NFL in particular over this sort of thing and trying to get this this sort of issue recognised. Um, so I'm by no means saying that they shouldn't have won because they you know they've been through it. But um, with Nowitzki's being a much more recent thing, he might stand a stronger chance because they certainly knew a lot more at that point. Yeah, and I think, you know, in, in this particular case as well, it was quite shocking, the fact that they didn't just, like, you know, get the case thrown out of court. They can't even appeal. They can't They can't do anything. They've got no rights to do anything on it. So it's literally just being absolutely squashed. So, you know... Uh, you couldn't get any more probably... squashed. That's crazy, isn't it? You can't even appeal. Exactly. So, absolutely crazy. So, mm. you know, hopefully... I say hopefully, but, you know, if, if there, there are some wrestlers out there who do feel that, you know, they were lied to or that kind of thing and they're not just out for a payday or whatever and, and they have actually suffered some trauma then you know maybe as, as we've said the, the Nowitzki um, lawsuit might 
have more chance of that. But yeah, um, this one, not so much. So yeah, it has been um, dismissed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, sad news for those involved. Really, um, I guess Vince just isn't part with money this year. Um, <laughs> Mm. So the next one I've got, Carl, to um, to slightly raise the, the the so well I don't know it's not even that funny either but hey oh here we go <laughs> um, we have the we had the whole debacle last week and the, probably the biggest talking point last week of uh, Vince McMahon telling people no you will not make your own money you will make WWE money and nothing else and um, essentially told all the wrestlers that they could no longer be on cameo or tw- um, and were given I believe. 38, is it till the 3rd of October? They have, they've still got some time, guys. But um, yeah, they've been yeah. instructed or this may result in disciplinaries or dismissals or whichever. So we've now had, and I believe this stemmed from uh, Mustafa Ali, um, had his PWT's store has now been closed. And uh, this again is part of WWE's regime of not allowing them to make money, not allowing these independent contractors to make money outside of the company, which is great. Um, and he, he obviously... You know, they're still not, they're not stopping him. He's still got a WWE shop page that, that you can't really find very easily and he's not going to make much money from, if any. Um, but that being said, we've had them basically come out and say that they want to be clear that talents are encouraged to be on social media and they're encouraged to expand their brand, Carl, but they cannot monetize their WWE names. You know, heaven forbid they make some money. So... Um, mm. Basically, it, it's it's come about that WWE have now said that they are trying to negotiate group brand deals. So essentially, WWE will set up these deals in which they go, we have these stars here, and uh, we're going to broker a deal with you, Twitch, or you, Cameo, and then you will get a nice slice of the pie. Because Vince didn't make enough money this year, this record-breaking profit year for WWE. He now needs a, a cut of that Cameo and Twitch money, which obviously was worth billions. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as much as this sounds like no we're, you know we're, you know we're not stopping them we just want to control it because it's our intellectual property it still feels a bit like a scumbag move uh what do you make of this oh, one? yeah it's crazy Fucking massive scumbag move isn't it it's like oh no you can't possibly go and do these things <laughs> oh wait hang on yeah you can as long as we broker the deal and we take a massive like slice of whatever you would make mm. it's like really like it gets to a point where they're just trying to fucking own the people, there's not even the names anymore. It's like you can't do X, Y, Z. And don't forget, these guys are independent contractors. So they're not even like fully fledged employees with health insurance or anything. They're just guys who work there and have their life micromanaged by the WWE. So it is, it is insane. You know, and I know a lot of the, the guys who are on Cameo and Twitch and whatever at the moment have, you know, rebranded themselves and gone by their real names and stuff like that. And I, so I don't know, I don't even know how that, for that you know. That, I mean, if like that can't even be. Surely that's not even a thing. Like, I know he owns John Cena's name. No, I think, I think his his whole argument was that their fame comes from him, in a sense. Do you know what I mean? So it's like they're coming there because you're a WWE star and you are therefore representing WWE kind of thing. I don't. He, don't be wrong. I don't think he'd stand anywhere legally on that. But this is Vince's mm. crazy mind. Yeah. Their cameos are going to end up being like fucking ransom videos. I, know, I am yeah. fine. <laughs> I love working for WWE. Visit www.shop.com and subscribe to the network. I just want to wish you a, a happy happy birthday, uh, Gerald. And um, he's got a gun. He's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Literally how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, and I know you didn't ask for it, but I just want you to know, I love working for Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I look forward good to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, you know, the control remains. Does, does <laughs> so the next one I'm gonna 
I mean, I know we said that wasn't exactly raising the tone, but I'm probably going to lower it even more now, a little bit morbid one. Um, so basically, when Rusev was Rusev in the WWE, before spoilers, he was Miro in AW. Fuck yeah. Wait and yeah. listen about that in a bit. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm interested by your fuck yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll, okay, we'll get okay. it. We'll get um, this is back um, when he was the rad Russian. This is, yeah, this is back when he was Rusev. Mashkabah, whatever the fuck it was. Um, so he, <laughs> he basically, this was before he worked Cena at WrestleMania. Um, he basically put put out there to like WWE, he said, I really want to work Kurt Angle. It would be great if you could re-sign Kurt Angle and we'll do this thing where I'm like this Russian guy. He's like the American hero. He's a, you know, an Olympic gold medalist for the USA. <laughs> so Rusev come up to me and go, listen, I've been watching Rocky Four. <laughs> Pretty much how it <laughs> Um, but yeah, which you know, in fairness to him, is a fantastic angle. It would have made it, it's you know, it would have made a lot of money before. Um, like, well, exactly. they know it works, it's tried and tested. Well, yeah, um, and you know, fair dues. This was before he knew he was working Cena and the WrestleMania thing, and that got him proper over. And he had the whole tank entrance and everything, so fair play, it was still awesome. But this is before he even knew he was working Cena, and he apparently campaigned to a lot of people, um, about making it happen. And he cited two people in particular who were very high up. And he hasn't named them, but he's basically said that, um, I'm not going to say who they are, but I talked to two people and they are really high up there. And I said, how about we bring back Kurt? It's going to be great. You know, one, he's the greatest professional wrestler ever. Two, it's USA coming back and I'm doing the Russian thing. Kurt would have been the perfect person. But apparently they told him no. And, you know, verbatim from him, they said, we don't want to feel responsible if he comes back and dies. <laughs> yes, that, nice, nice, WV, nice. Exactly, right? So that never happened. Yeah. I love <laughs> how there's reason. no compassion there at all. It's like we don't want to put him at risk. It's, we don't want to be responsible yeah, if he we don't want to die elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Which is fucking awful, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, but don't worry because many years later, he did come back, he did wrestle, and we got Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Yeah, of course. And it was what dreams were made of. Yeah. Night, no, nightmares. Nightmares, sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. So like, um, how shit. They successfully ruined awesome. the Kurt angle. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. I feel, like, like, I, feel like, how, I feel like we need to what? make a new t-shirt. The Kurt business. Love it. Let's throw it out there. Let's throw it out there. I love um, it. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's, hard. it's oh, quite it, harsh. It? It's crazy. It is crazy. Like, more so what motivated them, like... Do you think that was a true statement? Like, oh, we don't want to be responsible. Or do you think they knew they didn't have a chance of bringing them back at that point? I think it was, yeah, they like fully didn't want to be responsible. I, like, I don't know. I just don't get what, what, what makes you come around on that and go, now nah, he can he can wrestle Corbin. It's fine. Well, it's one, you know, obviously, like many wrestlers, he's had his fair share of demons, and there was there was a point in time where you know he was going through a lot of shit. And... So you think they were more like, yeah, he's not, he's in no sort of fit state to, to be in WWE. Yeah, I mean, like. I don't want to. I don't want to say that's exactly the reason because I don't. I don't know from the timelines and, and like. Yeah, no, no. Stuff. It's purely speculative because I'm just curious what changed because he come back older essentially. Like, so if the risk was down to age, then yeah, you brought him back at a much later point. So yeah. it can't be that. Well, I mean, if you think about it, the whole reason he left in the first place, like Vince didn't want him to go, was that he refused to go to rehab, and Vince, Vince said to him, I'll, "I'll I'll pay for it and everything." like go and just get yourself. And he was like, no, there's nothing wrong with me. And he left and he went to TNA and he was in a really bad place. And there was a lot of DUIs. There was a lot of issues that, he, you know, he did end up facing. And 
I'm guessing mm. it was around about that time. And, you know, luckily now, you know, he's got his life back on track. He's oh, yeah, sober, yeah. he's loving life and, you know, fair play to the guy. Yeah, I believe um, he, he's had a, an interview recently, hasn't he, where he was talking about the stuff that um, WWE wanted him to sort of stay and carry on doing. Like they were offering him to be a producer and to manage certain wrestlers and all sorts. Like This was around yeah. the time he came back for the pit fight because he obviously doesn't want to be an in-ring competitor anymore, which makes a lot of sense. But um, yeah, I mean, they're still keen on keeping him now is the point, I suppose. Yeah, I think, um, like, so obviously they had the, the riddle thing where he was going to be his manager. They had... Um, I think the like they even just offered him a legends deal and, and they didn't they didn't decide to do anything with it. So mm. part of me is kind of hoping and I know we spoke about this at length around AEW doesn't need to bring back every old WWE superstar ever. True. But I'd love to see Miro and Angle <laughs> finally. Make imagine it happen. if they fulfil that. Jesus. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Honest, like, who I don't knows know what, what it is that. about Angle in, in my mind, but if he went to AEW it would feel like, ah, oh, shit, you're going, you're going the TNA road yet. This isn't, and I'm not talking TNA, like TNA at its best. I'm talking TNA when Hogan was in charge. Like yeah. we're talking that, you know, and um, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about, about Angle being there, but that would almost be like, for me, I'd be like, ah, oh, shit, they're, they're going down the wrong path here. And it's nothing against Angle. It just, it would feel a lot like TNA then back in the day. Yeah, no, I, I, I see where you're coming from with that. I think the thing that we should be mindful of is whenever they have, brought people back where you would think oh god like they're going down that like, road they've always done pretty well with it yeah and it's i mean except for like billy gunn but i'm, <laughs> well, I'm still yeah. not even sure if he's back he's just kind of there sometimes <laughs> well he's like he's like their main trainer and road agent <laughs> and he, so he's not really being brought back as a talent he's just I'm only there, so it's just do you know, what puzzles me with billy not to digress but it's like he's his son wants to be a wrestler and he's kind of there to push his son but then it's billy who ends up in the match <laughs> i was like yeah, yeah. What happened? <laughs> Where's Austin? Mm. But hey ho, totally different topic for a different time. <laughs> so my next one, Carl, is um, Heath Slater is claiming that he has had several WWE stars reach out to him about joining TNA. Um, so this has stemmed from um, he's mentioning a lot of people like you know the lockdown on the contract. He's even referred to it as being like being signed up to the military, you know. Um, but there's a heavy suggestion from Heath here when he was speaking to, I believe it was TV Insider, um, that they, it's basically what, there's going to be a lot of people who, when the contracts run out, are going to be looking at elsewhere. And bear in mind, he's only talking about TNA people. So, I mean, we could have people who are going, right, as soon as, as, soon as my contract's done, I'm going to AEW, or as soon as my contract's done, I'm going to Japan or whichever. Um, but he's, he reckons at least several of them are, are reaching out to him. And he's like, you know, you've got, you've got a friend over here. So uh, I'll put in a good word for you kind of thing. So um, given the current situation with um, with Vince sort of clamping down on how people can make money and how successful other promotions are at the minute. Because I'm not just talking AWTNA has picked up something brilliant since the, the Dixie Carter days. Uh, no offense, Dixie. Um, so would that lead you to think maybe we're going to see a lot of people jump in ship? We've had a lot of releases, but are we going to see a lot of people jump in ship now? Like for me, the, like the wrestling business is the biggest clusterfuck it has <laughs> ever been in a long time because you've got the main event player who's been here for decades, who is like top of the top, are just fucking capitulating in front of our eyes. The ratings are down. They are making terrible talent decisions where they, you know, they, they don't have any foresight to understand, okay, these guys are making their own brand and therefore they're gonna, that's gonna get more people on our, like yeah. and more eyeballs on our show. Yeah. Don't They're popular. Any people want to watch them. You don't get that. <laughs> yeah, That's a know, basic concept of WWE. Basic business, right? But <laughs> they, they don't understand that whatsoever. But 
it's it's insane because you know if you would have asked me this question a couple like a year ago, two years ago, I would be like, nah, no way, because it, it's WWE and it's still the mecca. You'll have people who are frustrated, who are real passionate about you know the business and they want to kind of do things their own way and have creative control. Absolutely, they would jump ship. But now people who even are just there for the payday or whatever. Like they, it's very likely that they would just be like, well, do you know what? Fuck you. I want to make my own Twitch channel. I want to do cameos. I want to actually, you know, have some input to the storyline. That's like WWE trying to come at them for their creative interests, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you're a wrestler, you sat at home, you know, you're Elias, you sat at home playing your guitar and (laughs) WWE, Vince bears through your door. He's like, that's our song now. Yeah. Let them have their own fucking things, man. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, imagine they do a segment where fucking, I don't know, um, give me, give me the, like Shorty G like is in the bathroom taking a piss and they're like well we, we captured that on our screen so every time you take a piss now Shorty <laughs> yeah. no we we, we need but some competition what we're going to do we're going to put this little coin machine on your toilet <laughs> and uh, just a dollar in there every time exactly and due to COVID what we're going to do we won't use coins anymore it'll just be a swipe situation but there's a minimum limit so yeah <laughs> $10 per piss please and if it's a number two well yeah $50 <laughs> Uh, they're becoming the, uh, the the Ryanair of uh, wrestling, are they? It's like, well, yeah, we were going to pay you, but I mean, you used the bathroom like three times while you were here. <laughs> I, wonder, I, wonder, I wonder whether people like, tell us Jersey, tell us Jersey and tell us Virginia. Does that land? Because to me, that's hilarious. But do you get it? Do you know what Ryanair even is? That's a good point. Yeah. It, I mean, the, they might be a very British airline. I don't, really don't know. I think they're Irish, aren't they? But I, d- I don't know how far they <laughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> but if it didn't land, right, basically cheap flights, but they charge you for everything on the flight, so you can't even use the bathrooms. That's kind of the, the rough concept of it. That's true. Mm. Um, so, speaking <laughs> of not being able to use the bathroom on flights, um, <laughs> Cody Rhodes. What a segue. <laughs> no digression way too much tonight. This is going to be a long oh, yeah. pod. Yeah, probably. You know, it's a good thing I wasn't up to like, you know, like since 3 a.m. or anything, but it's good. It's good. Nah, I haven't it. slept in days, don't worry about it. You're fine. I mean, that's fine for you. You're you're a renegade. <laughs> it was also a lie, Carl. I mean, that's oh, right. well, yeah. <laughs> You never know with you. You never know. Um, but yeah, so the next news topic of the evening is Cody um, is going to be a celebrity judge on a new extreme talent show airing on TBS. Extreme! Um, <laughs> so, it, yeah, interesting one. I mean, well... At first, I saw the news headline and I thought, oh, TBS have picked up the uh, the big, big show. No, no, it's Cody Rhodes' new talent show, the Go Big Show. Uh, no, no, because no, oh. the, the big, big show, it, yeah, I mean, because that's been cancelled now, isn't it, the big show show? Well, the big, oh, big that, show could be big, Cody's. Oh, right, the big, big show's big, but the big, big, big show, show could be Cody's big, big show, but the big show, big, show big, show big show's big show show. The show big, what? Yeah. Sorry, uh, I think you might have lost me on that last one. Um, <laughs> what I said. What? <laughs> But yeah, so really, like, way out of left field, like, they announced on Dynamite this week, it was like, Cody's got an announcement, and I was like, okay, that'll be something to do with AEW. No? So, you know, by all accounts, TNA fucking love AEW. Like, if you look, go to go to Twitter today and go to the um, TNT sorry, drama. only because you, you, you pulled me apart last week for the Michael McIntyre thing. You just said TNA. <laughs> oh, shit, did I? <laughs> oh, fuck. It's nowhere well, near guys, as bad as what I did, I'll be honest. You, I'll, um, see you, see you later. <laughs> Um, it's nowhere near as bad as my whoopsie last week, but I had to jump on. <laughs> no, that is very fair. So, AEW 
No, TNT? What? I'm, I'm fucked now. Did I say TNA instead of TNT? Yes, I don't know what yes, happened. Right, okay, right. So, TNT love AEW so much, right? You I'm just sure said don't forget that, just kidding. Oh, fuck. What? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they, they love them so much, they decided, you know what? We are going to give you your own talent show. And if you go to their Twitter today, so it's a TNT drama, I think. Um, if you have a look what their little Twitter strap line is um, at the minute, it is Mr. Brody Lee is our champion. So it's like fucking fantastic. Like, you know, the main network is putting that as their Twitter headline. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's an interesting concept. I think it's a more extreme sort of talent show. So the trailer showed things like monster <laughs> trucks and like death defying stunts and whatnot. But, nice. you know, the, the judging panel is Cody. It's got Snoop Dogg on there. Um, Rosario Dawson, Jennifer Nettles, and Bert Kreishner. I think he's a Bec- comedian. Oh, um, Bert Kreishner is a legend. I'm I'm okay. watching it just because of Bert Kreishner. There you go. Um, Honestly, I don't yeah. mean to plug. And you know, apologies, Carl. Right, but it's one of the ones I recommended to you when we were starting a podcast. If you like Bert Kreishner, listen to Two Bears One Cave. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, he is on the show, and we may have to bleep everything you've just said for copyright reasons. Well, Sorry. Again, why not? We do what we Who's want even going to find us? Exactly. Jersey. Jersey, don't tattle. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so fair play. It's fair play to Cody. He's branding his uh, branding. He's, he's brandy. He's, he's doing brandy. No, he is. That, um, yeah, well, I mean, that's yeah. kind of true. Bro- broadening his horizons. That's what I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I might actually watch it. You've got Cody and Snoop Dogg and all these other guys um, judging Dude, some crazy We're getting to a point now. And I mean, no offense, Snoop Dogg, but I'm going to say something a bit mean. Um, You'll do anything. I'm I'm tempted to ask you to be on our podcast because, like, I've just seen you on a Just Eat advert. Seriously, Snoop. I mean, remember when you were a rapper? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I still imagine he would cost a lot of money, but you know, we could probably, you know, spread the cost with Kalana from Snoop D O Double G. Nice, smooth, smooth, smooth. But yeah, so interesting. I will probably watch that. To be fair, I'm not really a massive fan of talent shows anymore because they kind of fail to impress me. Um, but fuck it, extreme talent. Let's see it. Let's see this shit. Damn right. Speaking of extreme, <laughs> Marty Janetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh more because of you choking on your drink. <laughs> I spat it everywhere. So it's not even like <laughs> like in in the editing process. See if you can get. A slow-mo of that, because it just went <laughs> that, that spit take. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> so, no, we've, um, we've had a, almost a running joke here where we mentioned Marty Gennetti killed a guy on the news every week. But weirdly, this is actually in the news this week because he's, he's sort of shot back at the whole thing. The, the moments of madness where he put up a, a, like a massive rant about how he, he was assaulted and, um, you know, killed a guy and apparently threw him in a river or something now apparently apparently you know he's had to delete the tweet the tweets or the posts or whatever because it got a little bit too much heat but he wants to assure everyone right it was just he was doing a work it was just a storyline for wrestling and um it got hot so he had to drop it speaking of like problem with that like it's hot (laughs) (laughs) slight problem with that for me is i don't think he's an active wrestler is he uh, well, to be fair, he probably I could is. be wrong. It's not. It's not a fucking storyline, is it? Let's be honest. Well, he's suggesting that he was going to have this storyline, and then I, let's have. <laughs> I've had to keep notes here because it got a little bit confusing. The justification <laughs> for it, right? But he was <laughs> basically Marty in general. I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, so he was basically going to have this storyline that would ultimately culminate in a wrestling match with a former corrections officer who left the field. Um, so. 
the the former corrections officer was going to um, redeem himself by serving justice on Marty Gennetti. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like you may have thrown this together, Marty, because I, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm willing, to, I would put money on this. This was never a storyline. This was the ramblings of a madman. Yeah. What do you think, Carl? What do you think of this amazing work where he suggested that he killed someone in a rant on, on Facebook in, in relation to his ex? And then, you know, it slowly <laughs> morphed into some sort of wrestling storyline, apparently. I mean, he's always been a wrestling visionary, you know. If you just I look mean, at his... Um... Look at it. I mean, he's blurred reality and, and wrestling yeah, together. Like, so you know, the, the programs he's worked, you know, the way he's stepped the business on, but... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I mean, no. The, work, <laughs> the work has been so fantastic that they've even found a body. Just kidding, exactly, exactly. Just, just kidding. Um, what I will clarify though, this hasn't deterred the um, authorities from still looking into this. So, um, as much as he might be trying to backpedal, and I do think this is a backpedal, um, it's still being investigated by all the counts as well. Quite, um, quite rightly so, by the sounds of it. Um, yeah, there's, like, there's no way, is there? Look, he's, he's, it sounds like a typical Genetti rant to kind of make up for a Genetti rant, <laughs> unfortunately. So. Yeah. And Marty, if you're listening um, and you're thinking, uh, these guys are talking about me way too much, I don't like them. Um, ignore the accents. You know, we, we live in uh, Alabama. That's, that's yeah, we do. We're from. That's where we're from. So, um, you know, if you've got to look for us, start there. Yep, definitely do <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, segueing away from Gennetti, um, so the much anticipated AEW video game has ah, yes. had a little bit of an update um, from Le Champion, Chris Jericho. So, he was asked the question on one of his live streams around what's happening with the game. Um, you know, are we going to get a game? Is it going ahead? Etc. etc. Um, to which his response was, you know, the answer is yes. I think Kenny is really into video games. No shit. He's definitely into it. Um, I know that Aubrey Edwards has a lot to do with it. So they're putting a lot of time in because it has to be right. Interesting. Didn't know Aubrey was a video game kind of gal. Um, but yeah, so he's basically saying, you know, they want to make it great. You know, they don't want to make a half, don't want to make it half assed. You know, it's like the, the action figure collection, you know, their toy line has kind of gone through the roof in terms of how good the quality uh, you is. You can't find them. Like I thought, I, I, I was deciding maybe to partake in the AEW figure collection. No, not happening. Yeah. Can't find it, them anyway. It's literally like, they are like gold dust. They are just gone. No, I think, um, have they got a gold dust one? I think it might be oh, sorry. No, sorry. They are like Dustin Rhodes. Um, they are <laughs> gone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, fair play to him. He's basically saying that they want to make it good. Um, so yeah, he's basically <laughs> saying that they, they, they want to try and follow in the same suits when it comes to the video game and make it very special because everyone's been waiting for such a long time for it to mm-hmm. kind of come to light. But, you know, we've spoken about it in the past, apparently by all accounts, they want to use the N64 kind of um, game engine, but like a modified version of that, which I know oh. we've discussed in the past kind of saying, well, is that going to fit in today's wrestling game market? This is the bit that worries me, right? And this might be just a purely personal petty thing for me, right? But my games when I was a kid would was the SmackDown games. We've we've discussed this, guys. If you haven't listened to it, you know we've discussed the top ten wrestling video games. Um, oh, check it out. Available eight k dot Um But I was never. It was no mercy, wasn't it? They wanted to base off the engine, and mm. I was never big on. I never had an N sixty four, so I played it very briefly anyway. But I was never like that. Was never my my thing. And I think. I think there's a place for a game with that style. I do take your point, Carl, about the modern day, but I think nostalgia will get a lot of people. I think mm. if it feels familiar enough, like when you were a kid, I think you'd love it. But I think, consequently, I don't think I'm going to love it. 
because if they're no. going to base it on that engine, it's going to feel very much like a game from my childhood that I never played, then I'm not going to get the nostalgia either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think for me, like it's, it's kind of a, a typical AEW kind of trying to corner the niche market, which they don't need to do anymore. They are good enough to be main event players. And there are a subset of people out there who fucking love that game engine. And they think to this day that, you know, the N64 games are the best wrestling games of all time. And it's like fair dues, you know, like to be fair, I, I still prefer fucking Mario, like a side scroller than I do to most <laughs> games today because it's a fantastic okay. game. So, you know, fair, fair play point. if you like it, great. But at the same time, for me, I I had that game. I bought an N64 from the Concourse Shopping Centre, Scalmsdale represent, um, for my birthday. Uh, never had this console, but I bought it just to play that game, um, No Mercy. And it was it was it was pretty shit to be honest. Like, you know, literally I got the um SmackDown game and stuff um not too long after and it was fantastic in comparison. So yeah. But that's the thing, own. like we were I think it's fair to say, I know you've, you've had a few different consoles, Carl. So have I, to be fair. But I think it's fair to say we were PlayStation guys. Yeah. Okay, we abandoned it a little bit when the PS3 came out, but that was more because PlayStation, for some reason, brought out a 600 fucking pound, whatever it was in America. But, I mean, ridiculous. Pretty much price. a fucking toaster oven, wasn't it? I know, right? Um, but, yeah, like, it, it, I don't know. They were, they, for me, they were the superior games. And I know this is very much a personal preference, but... I don't know. You'll never beat the SmackDown game. Even WWE can't beat their own games. Like I play the 2K games. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not going to patch on the SmackDown games, man. No. No. Definitely. No, look definitely. at look at Xavier Woods of WWE because I don't want to, you know, copyright to WWE. I'm sure profits go to them as well. Xavier Woods. He's got his. He's got <laughs> his. Hello, um, Creed. What's his real name? What's his real name? <laughs> Austin Is Creed. Austin, Austin, Austin Creed. Creed. Um, I don't know if that's just his gaming name or whether that's his real name, but anyway, um, he's got his YouTube channel up, up, down, down, which is is great. I do watch it a lot, and even they're quite often using the old games to do things like GM mode and that, which were just far superior. Like, do awesome, and again, could be a nostalgia pop. I, I look at it and go, ah, those were the days. But um, I don't know. I do worry a little bit about the AEW game that I'm just not going to get it. Yeah, I think you know. Interestingly, be because like I'm such, a, I'm such like an AEW fanboy. If they release that game, I'm probably still going to get it anyway, just to fucking mess oh, around no, with it. Like, I so. would. Sorry, yeah, I probably should have been clear on that. I'll get the game. I just won't get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, no, like I'll still buy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, it, like it is one of them. Like, hopefully, they can step that engine on a bit and make it relevant for like today's times. But you know, they're taking quite quite some time with this and. You know, that is the reassuring yeah. step that they're not just cranking a game out to get a game out there. Well, exactly. Like you know, they've they've always tried to do the best they can with what they have, and they've never really disappointed before. So I have every belief in that they won't disappoint this time. But you know, we still have those kind of reservations that trying to use an, a, a game engine from like 1998 or around that time, yeah. something like, like that. Maybe um, consoles have advanced since then. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, interesting to see what they do with it. Oh yeah, it's intriguing. And again, we'll definitely play it because how else can you be, um, you know, Orange Cassidy versus Jericho in a in a Mimosa Mayhem match? Just can't I mean, unless you true. buy the game. This is true. Which I'm sure that mode will be in the game. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, definitely. So the next one, Carl. The next one uh, is not game related at all. So segue. Um, was a mystery star in WWE, and I say mystery because they wouldn't tell us who it was. But basically, a, a um, company whatever they are uh, wrestle votes on twitter um put a tweet out saying that they they can't reveal the name because it wouldn't be good business for them but they can 
confidently say that a certain WWE talent has decided not to resign with the company once their current deal expires. And that's pretty much all we've got. But this has led to a little bit of speculation of going, right, who is it? Who's unhappy and who's not going to sign? So they're trying to look at who's unhappy in the company at the minute. And they're trying to look at like who's recently re-signed. So you're looking at people like AJ Styles, you're looking at people like Rey Mysterio, Edge, you know, that sort of people. And you go, okay, they've all got fairly recent deals, so it's probably not them, all right? My guess, Mustafa Ali, that's my guess because he's been quite vocal about being unhappy about, because all he's got is main events at the moment for some reason. They just dropped him from Raw. Um, and that is purely, I guess, but we, we have a, a star expressing that they're unhappy and will not be re-signing. And this is almost confirmation that somebody's leaving, somebody's going to TNA or AEW. Um, who do you think it might be, Carl? Or what do you think of this tweet? I mean, it's definitely interesting. It, like, do we believe it? <laughs> do I mean, is it... Is it legit or is it just kind of um, lots of column rumors? But well, to I be think... honest, this is one of them where you could go like me, me and you could do this right now. And I'm not, I'm not having a pop at wrestle votes, even though it sounds like a ham. A ham? Can I get into me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Even though it sounds like oh, I am, yeah. right? Is that like it, it's it's a fairly good guess to say that some people are unhappy at the moment with everything that's going on, and some people are going to not resign and move to another company. So you know, there's probably more than one person, and I'm I'm sure that they have spoke to someone and have had that information you know i'm sure they wouldn't put a false thing out there but um you know that that's going to be true of a lot of people because the the like again mustafa ali is my guest because he is like have you seen some of the tweets he's put out lately where he's been rather disgruntled about being on main events and being sort of yeah. overlooked essentially because you know ricochet and cedric alexander that's where the storylines are i mean it is like he is a fantastic choice you know on on your behalf because he is disgruntled and he doesn't want to be there by all accounts but you know it is insane he was very like you know I say this every time that his name gets brought up he was going to have his own Kofi mania it was only because he got injured that Kofi got even given that opportunity in the first place so you know the, the crowd were behind him and he was going to go on to to be something and going to be you know in that main event scene and it's it's it so crazy over. how people could fall so far like as far as yeah. the, the, the writers or the management are concerned and be like no nah, we're not even interested in you now it's like what the fuck happened exactly and you know i'm i imagine it's like from no fault of zone and this is probably a terrible reach on my part so apologies in advance but part of me thinks he was only like because this was around the time they were trying to sign saudi agreements and stuff as well i don't know he's not from like saudi arabia or anything like that but i feel like they wanted more and more of those kind of stars no I, I know what you um, mean like he's not from saudi but like w, like vince definitely would have gone You're one of them I'll yeah do. Do, do you know what i mean so it's yeah. kind of like well i feel like that was the round about the time that they wanted to push those kind of stars and they ended up having that was it in mansar or whatever um, mm. who's like who's from Saudi Arabia and he's like got an undefeated record and he always competes in Saudi Arabia and he ended up going down that route but um, yeah I, th- I, think, that- um, I think WWE have always got a habit of when they've when they've got a focus of branching mm. out they suddenly have a large interest in non-American superstars yeah like 100% like, they, like they in, in any which way because by all accounts Mustafa Ali he's, he, he's quite American do you know what I mean I don't know um, but obviously they, they can go, well, we can make that connection. Like they did, like the, exactly like they did with uh, Jinder Mahal. We go, we'll make that connection. Like, and um, yeah. when they've got an agenda, they, they always try and push this sort of shit. Yeah, massively. Like, like they try it all the time. Like they wanted to branch into Mexico quite a bit. That's why the whole Del Rio thing happened. They wanted yeah. to branch into Japan at one point. That's why Kenzo Suzuki happened. Yeah. Um, and they should just look at talents because these people are immensely fucking talented and they could have pushed yeah. them just on the basis of that. But no, it's WWE. Can't have an agenda. Always, always. Um, 
Okay. So the next one from me is um, have the mystery legs finally been revealed? I think we established before they were attached to a body. Don't worry, Janetti is not being at her. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so surprisingly, um, well, probably not so surprising actually, some of you perverts out there studied this video in some really in-depth detail and managed to decipher that potentially during the bra removal scene. Look, Carl, um, right? All I told you was I saw it once and I saw the tattoo. <laughs> I don't know why you keep harping. I didn't on name and shame you. You've just you've just done it yourself <laughs> now. Um, but yeah, so apparently during one of the bra removal scenes from the vignette, um, you could clearly see a tattoo um, on the left bicep of the lady um, who was in the, the promos. And, and actually, the, accounts, the, skilled, the skilled audience having uh, zoomed in and enhanced said image. Enhance, 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 like literally, yeah, fuck me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they've managed to decipher already, potentially, that it is in fact Carmella. So I think I brought this up last week as you did. You mentioned someone this last who I could potentially be going down that route. Um, and I think we both said that would be fucking underwhelming because all these vignettes are on the active roster. Like, okay, it's just Carmella. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it does seem like by all accounts, it's all pointing towards um, that way. So what are your thoughts if that does happen to be the case? I'm going to be disappointed. This <laughs> okay, is not- back to you. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to, I wanted to let that that uh, <laughs> marinate a little bit. Now, this is nothing against Carmella. I just think that like the way they've booked it made it seem like someone was coming. Like someone was like, "Oh, we're gonna get a new star," and people love trying to find out who the new star is, or they love someone new coming along and like, what can they bring to the company? And this yeah. is absolutely no offense to Carmella, but when it's revealed to be somebody who's already there who just hasn't been on screen for like what three weeks, it's gonna be like, "Oh, well, all right then." I mean, hold your horses. We're assuming here it's gonna be revealed. You know, there was a vignette. A while ago, of someone called, you know, like who's a hacker who I was really invested in trying to figure out who that was. And, you know, we never, never found out. So it could be like a whole Emelina thing all over again. I know. And to be honest, work. they've got to a point where it's like you've ignored the hacker for that long now that we're definitely not getting any resolution to that. Oh, God, yeah. No, 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 no chance. You, there's no way you're bringing this back now. You're expecting us to remember way too much. Yeah. But uh, no, for me, if they'd have been bringing somebody back, if it had been a big return or even a new star, I'd have been like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, not a good way. This is like a really kind of old-fashioned way for WWE to introduce somebody. It's like, well, let's get a shot of her in her underwear. You know, let's 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 do that. <laughs> you know, it's not like um, considering this, WWE is such a weird place, man. Like they they really push women's wrestling. It's the best it's ever been, and then they still do this shit from years ago. This is the attitude era shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, crazy. I, I I honestly don't know where their heads are at most of the time. Like, how can you have a real like competitive like sports based woman's product and then have like a, a sparkly sequence and it's like yeah what <laughs> like look at that right they've done a vignette where you're looking at zooming in on her legs you're watching her get dressed for some reason right and then what a couple of weeks before that we had uh shitting the bays that choking out two people at the same time well, that's exactly. a contrast there isn't it it is a bit but like i mean <laughs> the whole thing with naomi and the karaoke contest and stuff like that i, I I don't think they even know anymore, like where they're at. I think we, you know, we've spoke ahead of tonight's show about maybe doing a, a you know, a future segment around like women's wrestling and stuff. So I oh, think yeah, it'd be yeah. definitely something to explore. You know, the kind of modern state of women's wrestling where they think it might be one thing when in actual fact are they still there today. No, it's um, yeah, definitely a, a good topic for discussion because they are, for me, very inconsistent about how they do things. 
Speaking of inconsistent about how they do things, not a good segue, but I'm doing it anyway. So, Carl, like uh, are you going to watch Raw this week? I have to. It's my job. That's true. So, um, I mean, normally when I watch Raw, it's um, on the TV in the corner of the room, yeah? Or, you know, somewhere in the, in the periphery watch. of my vision, right? Not this week. This week, Raw is going to be in your face for some reason. So Raw have this re- this new fascination with um, Raw, not just Raw. WWE have this new fascination with um, subtitles. So I'll, I'll mention, by the way, a strap line. Strap I'll mention on a pole. Strap line. It was um, Clash of Champions or Knights of Champions, whatever they're going to call it, is subtitled Gold. It is, and it is yeah. Clash of Champions as well. Yeah. Like I'm sure that's a fucking mobile game. Yeah. It might be. <laughs> and then <laughs> we had Extreme Rules, the horror show, and then um, they're not settled at that. They're not settled at that anymore, guys. We have Raw in your face because this is going to be more in your face than any other Raw has ever been. Um, they went as far as spend the most of SmackDown announcing matches. Um, so we're going to have uh, Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee. We're going to have in your face. In your face. We're going to have Asuka going up against Mickey. We're basically having Knights of Champions or Clash of Champions on Raw for some reason. Now Pretty this much. is blatant because the the I believe. Apologies because I'm not up with the American sports, but I believe they're competing with the NFL maybe that night or the NBA okay. with with a big sport. That makes sense. Day. So they're like, well, let's amp it up. So it's going to be in your face this time, not on your telly. You know. Do you know what makes me laugh? Why only try and do something to get viewers when you're worried you might lose viewers? Why not just have a consistent product that tries to entice viewers That's on a weekly basis? That would require effort. When Vince can just wait until things are starting to worry him and then just throw money at old superstars. <laughs> oh, surprise, everyone. Goldberg's going to turn up on Raw this week, probably. <laughs> you heard it here first, if it happens. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm fascinated by this new thing. of having. Uh, does subtitles really add much to it? Like, have you ever been I mean, like, looking through the channels and you're like, ah, I can't be bothered with Raw this week? And then you're like, ooh, Raw's in my face, actually. Ooh, <laughs> does it help? <laughs> What in my face? God, get off. Um, We're going to like, test it next week because next week, A to the K is going to be in your ears. <laughs> Can we do... Yes, we are doing that 100%. This is a parody show. Um, I fucking love that so much. That is like genius at it. Um, but like, no, like seriously, like you've got in your house, which is, you know, the old school pay-per-view branded name. They brought it back for NXT. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that worked. I like that. In your fit, like what? In your fit, what does that even mean? Like, what are they doing? They've lost the plot. I know. Even SmackDown's awesome. doing it. Like SmackDown on Fox. <laughs> What's that mean? SmackDown <laughs> in your Fox. God, no, no. I still, I'm yeah. still going with last week's for Fox's sake. <laughs> I like it. Um, I like it. But yeah, no. Maybe I... that's why Carmella or whoever is going to debut on SmackDown because she can then be the mascot, the Fox, the Fox of SmackDown. I like it. The Fox of Fox. Um, Fox yeah, and Socks so... by Doctor Zeus comes to mind at this point. I think that's pretty much <laughs> WWE's fucking writing style at this point. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, that that's going to be a pro at some point. Going to have just come out going, I will not fight him on a plane. I will not fight him on a train. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that would be entertaining so it's definitely not going to happen on TV yeah but um, yeah so Raw uh, Raw I've gone for a subtitle this week are we going to see Smackdown go with a subtitle card do you think maybe maybe Smackdown from behind ah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. okay so the final one I'm wondering though <laughs> sorry before you go on to final are, are we going to have Raw Underground in your face because that is like subtitle upon subtitle god maybe 
Maybe they'll have a separate. It's raw going to be in your face underground. Maybe yeah. Maybe maybe it'll be raw in your face underground in your face again. <laughs> Something like. That. Or um, I mean, um, it's Shane or Mac hugging um, Sonia Deville, and it's a, no, it's Sonia. Deville. Is it Sonia Deville? No, it wasn't. The other one. You know, the, the Australian lass. Peyton, um, Peyton Royce. Yeah. Peyton Royce. So when you look at that image of uh, Shane O'Mac hugging Peyton Royce, it's it's raw in your personal space. That's all I wanted yes. to get to. Just that joke. That's I all like I wanted it. to get to. I, I like can't it. remember who it was. You got there and I appreciate it and that's all I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the last one. I mean, how, how do you follow that? The last one. It's pretty shit now in comparison. But we've been chatting about Vince and about how we've got all this money and he has money fights, you know, because he's Vince and does what he wants. I feel you like know, his son's got a theme song. Here comes the money. You know they're pretty well off. I want to make something clear here, right? You've probably been drinking longer than I have tonight, right? But I feel right. like I feel like I'm probably the worst off because, like, <laughs> I started the night calling Vince a scumbag, and you're still not there. You're like, I mean, yeah, he's, no, he's, he's a, an interesting guy. Just you wait, <laughs> just you wait until the end, the end of the show. <laughs> we'll be there, and it'll be much worse. Um, but yeah, so you know, <laughs> but. So by all accounts, I can't do it. So <laughs> there's been an additional round of cuts. Apparently cuts, so. And it's, it's not a hair versus hair match, as we'll discuss in segment three. No, they cancelled so cuts to the talent roster. Um, only this time, it wasn't as bad as, what do they call it, like Black Wednesday or something? Like, that, that really bad Oh, I think time. it was Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it hasn't been quite as bad, shall we say, in terms of the, the names of these stars. But in terms of the volume, apparently there's been as many as 60 members of staff yeah. laid off in the last week. Now, um, this isn't just most... superstar talent, am I right in saying? This is staff in general as well. Like this really is staff in general. Across the board. Yeah. So I think, by all accounts, there was a lot of people who were on furlough who they just decided, you know what, we're not going to bring them back, which yeah, is pretty I mean, shit. These were some people who were actually listed as part of Black Wednesday. They've gone, yeah, we're definitely cutting them. Um, because I, I think, uh, without sort of jumping onto your news topic, um, Mike Rotunda was one of the main ones. I noticed that we'd mentioned them on the Black Wednesday stuff, but I believe this is him officially being released now. Yeah, so he was he was probably one of the higher profile names that has been released. Obviously, he is IRS, um, also Bray and Bo Dallas's yeah. dad. Um, He's uh, robbed a bit of his son's gimmick now because... Uh, WWE wouldn't let him in the building. <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, apparently he hasn't got a home now. He's just going to live in the Firefly Funhouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so obviously Mike Rotunda was one of the higher profile ones. Also a massive shock because he's someone who has been there. And I'm actually going to discuss him on segment three today in terms of one of the matches oh, he had in okay. part of gimmick matches. But um, Gerald Briscoe. I know, so, like... That everyone knows that name in some capacity. He's been there for yeah, a long like, time. He is, you know, one of the Briscoe brothers. He's he's a Hall of Fame veteran from back in the day, and he's been one of Vince's right hand men for years, and I mean decades. Yeah, we're talking him, decades. He's been there a like, long, long time. Literally, when he got sparked out by Bret Hart, it was Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson who were fucking holding him up and taking him out. So. He's been there. He's seen some shit. He's been there through it all. Yeah. And you know, I believe when when Vince was doing the the bulk of his um, you know of evil authority figure stuff, he was one of his sort of right hand men, wasn't he? Most of the time on screen as well. Yeah, yeah. They would they would call like the corporate stooges, and they would always mm. be involved in everything and be like the the guys who were would fuck shit up for other people. But um, you know, by all accounts, it was actually Vince who called him up and told him about the release after so many years and stuff and you know you know briscoe by all accounts was you know took it in his stride and was like he's just appreciative for being with the company for so long and so on and so forth but 
like yeah jesus you know and, and you know like, like one, one of the other names as well is i'm um, sorry before you, you get on to that that's no, fine yeah you got to interrupt mass- sometimes it's fine <laughs> it was a, it was a massive shock really as um Sarah Stock or Sarah Amato, as some of us might know, you know, if you watch like break, uh, Breaking Grounds, is she's one of the top trainers for NXT, and she specialises in training the women down there. And <laughs> yeah, I like was, those of you's uh, approaching. <laughs> well, to be fair, before her, they had like Fit Finley and stuff, and he was a uh, but they sacked him as well because that's what they do. But yeah, so Sarah was uh, was definitely like one of the trailblazers for really stepping on the women's product and stuff like that and you know she was really really good and she was a great trainer and well i must admit i don't know the name but when you look at some of the people who've essentially come from her training by all accounts and i know there's a lot more people involved so i'm not ignorant to that but like look at the women who the original four horse women who came from nxt i imagine were trained by the same woman under nxt um so she she's clearly done a lot for the women's evolution in that sense yeah, definitely. So, some serious names still, like, even yeah. though they kind of just like pass it off as like, oh yeah, you know, just 60 staff, like, there's some still big names in there, and I, I, to be honest, I don't think we fully know the extent of who. Yeah, because we've been given the number more than the names, haven't we? Like, some of the names yeah. that we will know, they've gone, oh yeah, this person, this person, but like, there's a lot of people, a lot of names you wouldn't know, but a lot of staff gone, you know, which is a shame, yeah. a real shame. And um, what I was going to say over the Briscoe thing was just that, um, you know, I, I, mostly in jest, I, I've been calling Vince throughout the night but I'll give him a little bit of credit for, for being the one who made that call couldn't have been an easy call um, and at least he's had the uh, the balls to uh, to make the call himself you know a man he's ha- had in his employee for that long at least he's not got one of his uh, members of staff to, to ring him up to be honest with you like, a bit of I still think like I don't want to harp on too much about it as well since we have so much to cover tonight but you've still got to ask the question of why are they releasing so many people when they've just had record earnings? I know we're in the middle of a pandemic and they've lost all the live event revenue and everything like that, but that's not even where they make the, the, the bulk of their money. Like, it just seems shocking to me that they're releasing so many people. Um, honestly, we're getting to a point where I wonder whether Vince has shares in AEW. <laughs> it's got to be a reason he's doing this shit. <laughs> no, joking, joking aside, like... Joking aside, like you know, the man's a billionaire. He must have a bit of business sense. Is he expecting times to get harder? Like this was a record-breaking year when the pandemic started. Sort of. I don't know when they did the accounts till, but I won't get into that. Um, are we, is he expecting next year to be much more dire? So he's getting ahead of the game now. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm not trying to give him excuses. I mean, he's a billionaire. He could have easily floated everyone until the pandemic was done, but he chose not to. Fair enough. Mm. But yeah, I'm intrigued as to. Is he seeing so? Is he seeing a storm coming or something? Because yeah, he's made a lot of crazy calls at the minute, or what look crazy to us. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, even though they've made like record profits, they are still on a massive decline, and you know the the wrestling competition's only heating up for them as well. So maybe it's something to do with that. Maybe they think you know they're projecting for some losses next year, or mm-hmm. at least a big decline. So. Yeah, which is mad because, like, if you look at other companies, like Cody has been cited as saying this is like the the next sort of peak of wrestling. You know, like we had the attitude here. He reckons this is this is we're starting now with the peak of like wrestling's just going to hit its popularity now. And I think he may have a point. I think it's making a comeback. Um, but you've got them on that side doing that, and then Vince sort of almost looks like he's preparing himself for a disaster. It's crazy. Interesting. Mm. And that is the ringside report. <laughs> 